This podcast episode is brought to you by Paleo Valley's Organic Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Now, we all know that many olive oils are cut with seed oils or that they are rancid, and so it's not always easiest to find a quality and properly sourced olive oil. Yes, in case you didn't know, many store bought olive oils are diluted or blended, compromising both taste and quality, and may even cause rancidity. I'm really glad that Paleo Valley's extra virgin olive oil remains pure and unadulterated, sourced from a single organic valley in Greece. Paleo Valley ensures freshness and nutrient content by packaging their olive oil in dark glass bottles. At a certain point, I stopped using extra virgin olive oil, but once our practice started working with people with chronic inflammatory response syndrome or SIRS, we started recommending it for the reduction of TGF beta 1. It is an immune system marker that shows inflammation both for COVID 19, SIRS, and actually many other illnesses. So if your TGF beta 1 is high, you may want to try incorporating a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. Make sure to check it out. It comes in a two pack package. And remember, All Paleo Valley products are guaranteed with a money back guarantee. Go to paleovalley.com slash nwj to get 15% off your order. Thanks for supporting companies that support this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. we are going to talk about why you are stalling or gaining on carnivore. In my last video, we talked about why sometimes we can't eat all the meat in the world and then not expect to gain some weight. So we need to trust our bodies with how much to eat and you know, eat to satiety, stop when full. But if we are only eating about 1200 calories a day or even just 1500 calories a day, it may not be enough nutrients for optimal health. I do have one caveat about this and I'll talk about it in a little bit. If, for example, you have been dieting your whole life and you have been restricting to about 1200 calories a day, that is severely under eating. And then when you start to eat a carnivorous diet or eat about 2000 calories in a meat based diet, which is pretty easy to do when you eat meat based and high fat, then you will likely gain weight. If, you, if your body is used to functioning at a 1200 calorie level, which is not optimal, so you probably had physical symptoms or mood issues, then we know that 1200 calories is not sufficient. So when we start eating 2000, we will likely gain some weight. So then if you're used to eating just 1200 and then you try to transition to carnivore and eat only 1200, your body will still likely end up binging. And then it's not because you have low willpower, but your body is deficient in nutrients. And so your body is very smart and that will maybe cause some cravings, some binges, and that's how it will get its nutrients for survival. Now it's just a transition period. And then let's say you are successful at maintaining 1200 calories. What are you going to do if you stall? Are you going to cut to a thousand calories and then 800 calories? Our bodies are smart and efficient and very adaptable. And so when we start cutting our calories, it will only function with those certain amount of calories that we're providing it, even if it's suboptimal. Now, if you were obese and then you switched from a standard American diet, even if you eat all the meat in the world, you'll likely lose some weight. 
And one of the reasons is you're probably not used to eating that much fat from animal proteins and so it could satiate you very earlier on but two it's also because you're releasing a lot of the glycogen stores which also come with water molecules and remember our body is about 60% water weight and so still you may lose weight initially but you can hit a plateau before you get to the ideal thin that you want and like I mentioned in the other video about mega dosing if you've been eating just 1200 calories, your body will only know how to function at a 1200 calorie micronutrient level. And so if you're eating nutrient poor foods in that 1200 calories, you will likely have to mega dose in order for your body to retain a lot of the nutrients. Otherwise it will be peeing it out. Just like when we start to eat more nutrient dense foods and then our body starts finally finding a rhythm and using it better. And this, the way that we know that is by our symptoms dissipating, our mental health being better. Um, sometimes we need more nutrients and that may have to come in a way of supplements for a while so that we can better our health. And this is what I mean by mega dosing. So by shuttling extra nutrients in the beginning, we could start functioning at a higher level and then we can taper down and then let our bodies just function on our nutrient dense foods. Remember this goes back to gut health. Remember the hydrochloric acid needs zinc from our meats, but then zinc can only be broken down if we're able to break down with enough hydrochloric acid to break down our meats into amino acids and so on and so forth. But the same thing is with cortisol and if you are highly stressed, your B vitamins are also probably being stolen by the cortisol hormone. It takes a lot of energy and a lot of minerals and nutrients to make cortisol. And so when we're highly stressed, our B vitamins, instead of being used to break down foods or to not make oxalates, it is being shuttled to likely make the cortisol so that your body can handle stress and pump out that adrenaline or epinephrine. In my previous video, I mentioned how if you don't have enough B6 and then you have gut damage and candida, um, it can make endogenous oxalates in your body. Well, if your cortisol is stealing even your B6, then you have a higher risk of having oxalates and gut health needs in your body. This is why with my clients, almost everyone starts with gut healing support and nutrients. So for those following a carnivore diet and a lot of people saying that supplements are not needed, I honestly think that there are some people that may never need support, may never need supplements. If you start this diet at a very young age, you may not need support because your gut is probably less damage than someone that is much older. To say that as a broad stroke generalization that supplements are not needed and meat heals everything is a disservice to people that actually need it and that it's really unfair. Okay, so the first one is that if you've been under eating your whole life and then you start eating a normal amount of meat, you will probably gain weight or stall. The second one is that if you're listening to that adage of just eat meat, eat until satiety, and if you eat about five pounds, it's okay, your body will adjust. Maybe some people over like a few months will adjust from eating five pounds to whatever the amount is, but you can't just eat all the meat in the world and not expect to gain weight. Calories are still calories. Yes, someone can probably burn 2,000 and be thin. Someone can burn 3,000 and be thin. But the point is that if you eat an excess for you, over time, you will gain weight. And the way that I again and again bring this up is check your glucose numbers after you eat a large meal and if you feel fatigue. Now, glucose may not be the only thing that gets disrupted by eating like too much protein or too much food in one sitting. It could be your insulin because even protein 
protein can cause insulin to increase because if you are eating more than you can handle then you are likely going to gain weight or have a weight stall another example is when we do omad or we do one meal a day so we may start omad and we have only eight ounces and we're like crap that's not enough meat people are saying we need to eat at least a pound or 16 ounces and so then we increase to 10 and then 12 and i'm sure for a lot of you carnivores that have been doing it for a while it is easy over time to start eating more and more meat your body adapts and so you can start eating a lot more meat in a sitting and so then you can start eating one and a half pounds two pounds three pounds four pounds in one sitting and some of us still don't even feel full after that and it may be because maybe there's some hormone disruptions or gut disruptions or something that is breaking the satiety mechanisms to tell your brain okay i'm done stop eating if you pass your level of fullness your body will learn to adapt and eat more and then this will also cause you to eventually possibly gain weight and then what happens if you eat more than one meal right Real life isn't just so fixed that we can only have one meal a day for the rest of our lives and we're good. So if we eat one meal a day and then we get used to eating all our calories in that sitting and then we have to go out with friends or we have to just go out or it's the holiday season or something that has to make us eat also another meal or snack or something, what happens with the calories then? I personally think that when you do one meal a day you're risking a recipe for what weight gain you get so used to eating so much in one sitting and that if you risk eating again you can then start gaining weight if you learn to eat more normalized meals even on a carnivore diet then if you have another second meal or a third meal you have a lot more flexibility and then you're not used to eating like two pounds in one sitting and so then if you break apart your meals you're okay if you didn't eat two pounds in a sitting if we make our bodies kind of used to overeating then our bodies will adapt to that how are you going to then be flexible in smaller meals when you can't eat just the two pounds in one sitting this is where i think omad can actually lead to weight gain if not done in the right way jason fung and that whole fasting team they believe that omad is better for when you are in maintenance and so if you deviate from that so say that you're always eating 2,000 calories and then you start eating a second meal of a thousand more calories you'll likely gain weight but if your body is used to eating so much or a certain amount of fullness or stomach stretch or satiety then it's going to be hard to then break your meals into two without eating two thousand in one sitting i also think that if you stretch your stomach too much then think about the digestive process it's like your body all of a sudden has to produce that much extra stomach acid and it has to have all the digestive enzymes and support of the whole digestive cascade work that much more because there is that much more food coming in at one time. I personally try to eat two meals a day. One is normally smaller. I also noticed that I have a glucose response to it. Maybe I was pre-diabetic before carnivore. I don't know, but I know that my numbers reach pre-diabetic levels when I eat a heavy protein-based diet. All right, number three, many of us still fear fat. A lot of people in the keto diet in the carnivore space believe that you know you use fat as a lever and so you eat more protein. Some people believe that they eat more fat. You know there are like Ted Naimans and other protein enthusiasts that say use and eat more protein and that will help you have like the leanest body mass because one truth in all of that is that fat is double the calories of protein gram for gram so from a caloric perspective or energy perspective fat adds up very quickly you know i always talk about protein increasing glucose so if you are eating too much protein and you're not able to break down the amino acids because let's say you have poor gut health 
it can impact your mitochondrial health which is your energy load it can also affect every other aspect of your body because proteins and amino acids are the building blocks of your entire body so again as i've said before check your glucose check as a baseline right before you eat then check an hour after and two hours after and even like three four hours after yes some people say that glucose will kind of sit in the body a little bit longer because we don't eat any carbs. But in general, if your glucose is going up 20, 30 points after eating just a carnivorous meal, then that is a sign that you may be eating too much protein in one meal. And then try that same glucose kind of testing with a higher fat, lower protein diet, and then see how that works for you. See how your energy feels after a meal that's more higher fat, a little less protein you know try different ratios and find the diet and the macros and the calorie needs that work for you if your body has no insulinogenic effect with protein then your glucose should really not go up much and sometimes we still have insulin increases even without any glucose spikes that has the least insulinogenic effects and that's why even fat fasting is even a thing Remember, when we are fasting, we are trying to have insulin be the lowest possible and that's how we get all the benefits of fasting. And that's why sometimes when someone can't fast just with water and salt, that's why they use fat as a mechanism to still fast and get some of the benefits of taming insulin. If you feel low energy after eating a carnivorous meal, try modifying your macros, try modifying how many times you eat in a day, change your eating windows your eating time change up things because if it's not working for you these are not symptoms that you should just be muscling through constantly you know i've said it in another video sometimes i recommend my clients taking acetyl l-carnitine sometimes people take more b vitamins again this is very bio individual so i wouldn't just recommend just taking anything because taking too many supplements can also be a detriment to your health figure out what works for you you can first start with just supplements so just change your macros change your meal times change the kinds of meat you know you can try limiting dairy that type of thing and see what helps you to feel your most optimal and then also see how your weight can then also start dropping if you've also been carnivore for a long time and you still crave other things you may just need to up the fat one thing for me is when I have a sufficient amount of fat in a meal with protein, my cravings for other things in general go away. And All right guys, I had a little bit of a technical difficulty. Hope that this has been helpful. Please make sure to subscribe and hit the bell. This allows me to provide you more free content. Make sure to eat a lot of meat, take care of your bodies because it is the only place you have to live. Take care, bye. Thanks for listening to the Nutrition with Judy podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please make sure to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app so more listeners like you can find the show. If you want more practitioner care and support, head over to nutritionwithjudy.com groups so you can get more real talk about carnivore, the environment, and root cause healing. You can also find my content on Nutrition with Judy's YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Make sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter and learn more about in-depth articles with infographics at nutritionwithjudy.com slash articles. You can find my two books, Carnivore Cure and The Complete Carnivore Diet for Beginners on carnivorecure.com and amazon.com. At the heart of Nutrition with Judy's practice, our mission lies with a deep, unwavering passion for service and community. We will continue to empower you to have the knowledge and tools to live a life nearly symptom-free. 
because we firmly believe in healing and wellness for all. 